Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Astrology Now podcast. My name is Christine Rodriguez. And okay, so I love when people reach out and offer suggestions to podcasts. (laughs) I know that I've said that a million times. Um, I just, I love it because it gives me an idea of what you all are wanting. And I'm doing this to hopefully be helpful. And so um, it's great to have some direction and some requests. It's, it's lovely. Um, and I just want to say I'm sitting here in Austin. It's December 10th as I'm recording this and it's raining outside and it's cold and it's the perfect excuse to stay inside. I just wrapped up, uh, the end of my semester. For those of you who aren't aware of this, I I'm in grad school. And so this was the last semester of only classes and I'm I'm almost done, which just feels surreal, Um, but I'm so excited and it feels so good just to be sitting here (laughs) talking to you all about astrology. So thank you for being here. So somebody had the request of discussing self-fulfilling prophecy versus being an excellent astrologer. So are we actually predicting these things or are we forcing them to happen in our life? Oh my gosh, this has plagued me for as long as I can remember. One of the first things that my teacher told me was that intuition trumps everything. Intuition trumps everything. What you feel in your mind and what you feel in your heart, what you feel in your spirit, you have to learn how to trust that instinct above everything else. Astrology, I believe, is 80% intuition. And if I let astrology, if I went by what astrology was telling me, I would probably, or what I thought, quote unquote, telling me, I probably wouldn't be dating. I wouldn't, I would probably think I had, you know, some sort of death sentence. Like, we can we can pick these things out in our chart and obsess over them, and we cannot allow them to rule our life. And especially as a newer astrologer. So I'm going to tell you a story because something else that this person was sharing with me was that they were dating someone and then they were concerned about something. And that thing of concern ended up happening. And I don't want to share their story, but they were concerned about something because of astrology and then it ended up happening. And so they're like, did I manifest this or am I just a really good astrologer? And it could be, it could be either because there are things in people's charts that you can see for sure. Okay. There are things in people's charts that you can see for sure, but you don't know how they're going to manifest. And Well, I could go in in two directions. I'm going to try to stay on topic. When I was first learning how to read astrology, you know, I thought that I have a debilitated planet, as so many of us do. I was like, oh, man, I'm never going to be a good meditator. I'm never going to be spiritually inclined. I'm never going to get it. You know, and I truly thought this because I had this debilitated planet, but it's just not the case. Debilitated planets can manifest and express their energy in so many different ways, but I didn't know that at the time. So I went on like these really wild thought processes of like, 
you know, all this bad stuff is going to happen, or I'm never going to be who I want to be. Da, 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 da. I was, I was letting astrology or I was using astrology in a negative way. And I was allowing my negative projection onto astrology to rule my life. Another story I have for you, as you all know, I love compatibility stuff (laughs) and I would get the charts of everyone that I would consider dating. And I had this guy who was my close friend. Oh my God. We were such good friends and we did all of these physical activities together. We talked about things that I didn't feel like I could talk about with anybody else. And I ran his chart and in my head at that time, before I knew what I was doing, I looked at his chart and I was like, Oh, he's this rising and he has this here. We're not compatible. There's no way this can work. And I decided that we were not compatible and I friend zoned him. (laughs) Okay. This is a true story. Years pass and I, you know, experienced a lot of heartache over that. And I watched him go on to like date other people and all these things. And, you know, I I was happy for him, but there was a part of me that felt like, you know, like what if I could have dated him or whatever. These years later, I look at his chart. We're highly compatible. (laughs) His ascendant is opposite my ascendant. His moon is opposite my moon. His moon is conjunct with an exalted planet that is highly compatible with my chart. Like the list goes on and on, but I didn't know what I was doing. Okay. And I projected onto the astrology that it it was negative or I ran it in a program. You can't trust the programs. Whenever you run things in programs, you have to really know what you're looking at. So don't plug things into a program and calculate compatibility and live by that. Your intuition knows better. Do you get along? Do you like being with that person? Do they make you feel safe? (laughs) I mean, really, you've got to keep it real because astrology can be such an amazing and valuable tool, but you don't want it to destroy your life. Oh man, I can't list the number of people that I judged from astrology before I knew what I was doing. And then I come back years later to realize that I just was wrong. So if you're a newer astrologer, be very careful with this. I can't stress it enough. And if somebody tells you that they see something in your chart, astrologers disagree a lot of the time. So you may hear one thing from one astrologer and then a completely different thing from another astrologer. You have to trust your intuition. And so again, I'm going to go back. Astrology can be an incredible tool and they can teach you. It can teach you about yourself. But if you can work with that energy and channel this planetary energy in a productive way, in a way to develop self-realization, in a way to cultivate awareness, you can do whatever you want. Your life can be whatever you want it to be. Now, are there going to be challenges that are just destined to happen? Yeah, there will be. But if you, and I'm taking this from Sadhguru, if you, if you know who Sadhguru is, he says, don't, it's something along these lines, I'm paraphrasing. Don't try to fix the world around you, fix yourself so that no matter what happens, you'll be okay. And so I think that that's the point. I think that that's the purpose of astrology is we're, we're utilizing it to develop a self-awareness so that we can transcend those things about ourselves. So like, okay, I'm let's say I'm hard to get along with. I am controlling and I like things my way. (laughs) Okay. So I see this 
in astrology? How can I loosen up? How can I develop the awareness that I'm being hard to get along with or I'm being controlling? So you're using it like that. Everything can be evolved. Um, and so in terms of being a good astrologer or self-fulfilling prophecy, this is where we also draw the distinction between reading other people's charts and then reading our own chart. Reading our own chart can be very tricky because of this reason. It's always best to have somebody else give us a reading. That's my opinion. When we're studying our own chart, it's good to look at, you know, it's good to be a case study and to see how things begin to work. But I can't stress enough how we, we, we can't jump to conclusions. We can't jump to conclusions and get our mind fixed that we're going to lose our left leg because that's what it said in this ancient text or, you know, this is, I'm going to have a car crash. Like if it's that deeply concerning, I recommend going to another astrologer. And in terms of reading other people's charts, if you're giving other people readings, if you are 70% confident that what you're saying is true, I would, I would tell that to somebody. I do not recommend sharing information that you're not at least 70, 75% sure of. Because that's whenever things can get sticky for people. You might, you might tell them something. And then they're going to get hung up on that and live their life by it. So let's just say you tell somebody that they're not going to get married until after the age of 35. Well, then they're going to go on living their life, not dating anyone. They don't think it's worth it. And then they're not developing any of those skills. You know, they're, they're not having practice dating. They're not having practice learning about what they do like. Where if they hadn't have had the reading, they would have continued trying to date Maybe they would have had some failed relationships, but they would have been learning every single time what's best for themselves. So you may want to phrase it like, hey, it looks like that you may not get actually married, like a legal document, until after the age of 35. But you should be dating. You should be learning about yourself. You should be learning about how you operate in a relationship. And so this could also work with like career and coworkers, right? Like, okay, it looks like you're going to have a lot of opposition at work. How can you, now that you know that, now that you already are aware that there may be extra opposition at work, how can you work to diffuse those situations? You're developing the awareness around your workplace, not giving in, not giving in to participate in conflict, being able to rise above anything that's petty. And so that way, it's it, you're not giving them the excuse to start conflict at work. You're saying, no, you are the mountain. There may be conflict around you, but what can you do to better, better handle the work environment? And so for me, this is the best way to give yourself power back and to give power back to the people around you. Um, there are going to be things that will inevitably happen. And so using astrology to see that someone may have specific personality tendencies, we may have specific personality tendencies, we may have a specific transit coming up that may influence us in some way. Whenever we use those transits, it's like, okay, Saturn is coming towards my career house, there may be a shift in my career. Do I first asking yourself if you want that shift and then being like, how could I be okay if it does need to change? 
Or how can I help it evolve in some way? How can I best work with this energy to hopefully get what I want? And if I don't get what I want, how can I be okay with that? And so that's more using it for yourself. When using it with other people, we have to be able to release some of that judgment and let people show us how they are. And that being said, if we're doing readings for people, it's easy because they're our client. If you're looking at all the charts of your friends and looking at the charts of your the people that you're thinking about being intimate with, it's a little bit more difficult. We may create this version of this person in our head and decide that they're going to be this way because they've got three planets in the eighth house, <laughs> you know? And that being said, astrology gives us the ability and the tool to see into other people's lives and get a good idea of how they may be. And so let's just go ahead and use the eighth house as an example. So this person has three plans in the eighth house. We can, you know, we, we have a very firm understanding that they do have a secretive nature. There may be hidden parts of themselves. They're going to be interested in hidden knowledge for sure. It may come across as more like research and conspiracies, or it may be more like astrology and yoga. We can pretty much guarantee that this person is going to have these qualities. Now, the eighth house is also deception and lying and, and things like that. It can be. And we would need to allow that person to show us how they are because the eighth house is also an extremely spiritualizing planet or excuse me, house. And so this person could be deeply spiritual and charts do change over time. Charts evolve because we have our divisional charts. So we kind of change into somebody else around the age of like 35. So if somebody's nearing this age, we can expect that they're starting to change and shift in some way. And we also can't just decide that someone is going to be a liar because they have three planets in the eighth house. And so it's best to allow people to show us who they are and how they are. Okay, it's really important. And so the person who emailed me, they seem to have a really good intuition about it. And they said, you know, and again, I don't want to give away all the details, but they were afraid that this person was going to have like negative qualities about them. And they ended up having those negative qualities. So she looked at their chart and by their chart assessed that they may have these negative qualities. And then they did. And so what I would say to that is that that is actually a good reading. Um, and I don't think that that self-fulfilling prophecy really counts if it's somebody else's actions. And so, of course, I'm exempting the possibility of self-destructive behavior because we can, like, be terrified that someone's going to lie to us about something and we keep on, like, making sure they're not lying to us about something and then they end up lying to us because they're so afraid that if they tell us they we're going to freak out. Or we're so worried about an exam and we're worried that we're going to fail and we're worrying and worrying. And instead of studying, we're worrying. And then we end up not passing the exam. There are some behaviors that are like, they can contribute to self-fulfilling prophecy. But at the end of the day, all we have control over is our actions. 
we cannot force anyone to do anything. We can't force anyone to think or feel anything. Okay. People are independent. They're going to do these things on their own. And I want to be very clear about this because that does edge victim blaming, right? If we say, oh, well, I saw this in their chart and then I manifested it. It's like, no, you didn't. They were going to do what they were going to do. You saw it in their chart and you knew it might happen, but you're a good person. So you decided to give this person benefit of the doubt and they ended up living up to your expectation. Now, if you see something in your own chart and you start living by it, that's whenever you have to be very authentic with yourself and very honest with yourself. Are you self-fulfilling? Are you excusing yourself? I don't really think that we have that out with our own chart. I think that we really need to be mindful when we're reading our own charts. Um, but I do hope that that was helpful. I hope that this gave some insight into it. I'm trying to think if there's anything that I forgot in terms of this. Oh, I do want to say if you find that reading other people's charts is disturbing. Okay. So you're, you were like me going out, dating, getting everybody's chart and then judging them. <laughs> I would recommend to take a break, continue looking at your chart, continue looking at your friend's chart, look at celebrities charts, look at your client's charts, take a break from looking at the people that you're dating's chart or any chart that you find disturbing, allow people to show you how they are and who they are. And whenever you feel comfortable with them, let's say you're in a relationship with someone for six months or a year or something like that, then you can look at their chart, but, but try not to let it rule you or trump your intuition or connection with somebody. Okay. Because not all of us can see everything. There are blind spots in charts and we are biased. So again, like take a break, maybe, maybe take a breather. I certainly did that. I certainly did that right now. I'm dating another astrologer. So he and I have seen each other's charts for years, but when I, before he and I started dating, I, I didn't look at the people's charts that I was dating until much later. So I really do hope that this was helpful. <laughs> that I didn't just put all of my personal information into the ethers. Um, if you would like to schedule a Vedic astrology reading with me, you can email me at astrologynowpodcast at gmail.com. You can visit my website, innerknowing.yoga, and please follow Astrology Now's Instagram, astrologynow underscore podcast. Thank you so much.